What up, what up, guys? This your boy Armani checking in here to present to you the Respect My Mind podcast episode one. Super excited to get this started. Uh, If you don't know already, this is a sports-based podcast where I'll be discussing the latest hot takes in sports and also sports culture. A little background about myself. I am from the heart of the Bay Area. I attended McClymouth High School right in West Oakland uh, where I played football, baseball, also ran a little track. So I know a little something. Got a little background there. Um, Also, I'm a sports fanatic, man. Love talking sports, love discussing sports, love teaching sports. Uh, It is a passion of mine. And um, I was like, hey, why not make a podcast out of it? You know, where I can get my mind out there, get my thoughts, my opinions out there without being so rudely, rudely interrupted. Um, so yeah, man, super excited for this season on the, of this podcast. And, uh, also if you have a uh, small business that is growing and you would like me to promote it right here on my podcast, please tap in with me. Uh, you can hit me on Instagram at self-made Armani, all one word, or you can hit my Twitter at motivated underscore M A N I. Uh, so definitely I would love to do that for you guys love to do that for the community so definitely tap in Um, and please excuse me if I'm a little biased towards my teams uh, LA Lakers LA Rams and also the Oakland A's Um, I've recently had some debates we're always getting these type of debates of how you from here and you love all these LA teams, man. How you like the Lakers? How you like the Rams? And well, you know, I chose my teams in the two in the year two thousand. Um, the Lakers were coming off a championship. Uh, the Rams were at the time they were in St. Louis, but they were coming off a Super Bowl win. And you know, you had the Lakers, Showtime two point Shaq, Kobe, Rick Fox, um, Tyron Lue. Uh, you had the St. Louis Rams, Greatest Show on Turf, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk. Man, these were exciting players. You know, they uh, they played a style that, it, you know, got you out of your seat. Definitely excited me. Um, the Lakers, that's where my love of basketball came from, watching them, uh, watching Shaq, watching Kobe. Um the St. Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf. It's where my love of football came about. You know, watching Marshall Falk, uh, one of the best running backs to ever do it. You know, uh, I loved watching that every Sunday. So that's where my love for the game came from. Now it's time to talk my shit. Can I talk my shit? First take of episode one want to get into it about AD, the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers are currently number one in the West, record of five and one. Uh, soon to be six and one. They play Chicago tonight. So uh, I'm definitely about to tune into that on NBA TV. Uh, AD is here, man. AD is on the Lakers. Uh, we finally got a big man. Lakers finally got a big man. Uh, and if you're a true Laker fan, you know, you know, Lakers do not win a championship without a big man. I mean, and this is dating back to the eighties, nineties with Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, you had the two thousands with, with Shaq, 
you know, 2010s with Pal, Pal Gasol, Andrew Bynum. So if you ask me, am I excited? I'm, I'm for show, for show excited for this upcoming season. Um, you talk about a superstar like Anthony Davis, who's only 26 years old, you know, can score 26 and eight boards in his sleep. You know, that's a bad game for him. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he just had 40 and 20 with a bum shoulder. Like, what are we talking about? I'm definitely excited for this upcoming season. Um, is he the answer to the Lakers' 10-year drought? Absolutely. Absolutely. With LeBron running the show and, you know, with the talent of an Anthony Davis, this is more so of a unconventional duo. It's not... It's more magic and Kareem than it is Kobe and Shaq, right? So, um, and we also see them biting down defensively. They're number one in defensive efficiency so far this season. So we do have Anthony Davis to thank for that. We have the resurgence of Dwight Howard to thank for that. We have JaVale McGee to thank for that. Um, so it's super exciting. Um, and Dwight Howard is back. He is back. I got to actually watch that whole thing go down with the, the Kobe, Steve Nash, Dwight Howard. When the Lakers tried to put that tandem together and it just didn't work out. Um, yeah, Dwight Howard was a defensive player of the year, but, um, it's, it's hard to play with Kobe, with a guy like Kobe and a mind like Kobe and who who demands championship, who demands you to bring your all every night, you know. And Dwight Howard, he, he, he pressed back on that. He just didn't, he wasn't feeling that at that time, I felt like. And, uh, and you know, long story short, it just didn't work. Now he's back. He's back with the Lakers and he's coming off the bench doing amazing things. He's taking on his role. And I think that's more important than anything. He's currently on a non-guaranteed contract. This is a, a, a all-star, a defensive player of the year on a non-guaranteed contract. And I think that's what's driving him to be this good of a role player right now. Because he was almost out of the league. So, you know, I'm proud of Dwight, man. He's doing so well. Uh, we also have key pieces in JaVel McGee, who has been with the Lakers for the past couple years. KCP, who hasn't had a good start of the season, but I'm sure he'll come along. Um, then you also have, you know, Cook, Quinn Cook. You also have Troy Daniels. You also have Avery Bradley, the uh, championship NBA champion, uh, Danny Green, the sharpshooter himself. Uh, and then there's Jared Dudley. Who I've been having debates with other Laker fans about is why the hell did we sign Jared Dudley? Why not Melo? And I don't like the fact Melo's out of the league. And it really makes me mad that we sign this Elmer Fudd looking dude, Jared Dudley, who has not done anything really significant in his career. You know, especially not to be putting on that purple and go. And 
with the minutes that he gets, I'm just like, why not Melo? Why not give Melo those minutes? What can Jared Dudley do that Melo cannot? I'm still scratching my head about this because I really don't know. It's, it's crazy to me. I mean, you talk about an all-star in Melo. You know, Melo has been with some bad teams by choice because he was getting that bag. But, I mean, he's been on some bad teams with some bad role players and some bad coaches and some bad ownership. He went to New York. We all know about New York. He went to OKC. OKC had James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook, and Serge Ibaka, and couldn't do nothing. Nothing. He's been on some bad teams, man. He's been on some bad teams, and I just think he's getting... He's not getting a fair shake at this. You know? Mellow's still mellow. To me. And even if he has... His game has gone down. I mean, how how by how by how much did it go down? You you sitting there telling me he can't score at least 12 points, give you three rebounds, maybe a couple assists. I mean, what is Jared Dully role? What is he just a he's just this locker room presence? Come on, man. How far does that go? We have LeBron, we have AD, we have people who who's been on championship teams. We have Rondo. Lakers have Danny Green. I mean, come on, man. We don't need that much locker room presence. Melo's going to come in. He's going to humble himself. He's going to come in. He's going to give you 12 points a game. You know, where it's needed. And this is a long season. It's an 82-game season. So some people, some players are going to get hurt, hurt, unfortunately. And we could use the shooting. We're number one in defense. I mean, we have the backup. Worst case scenario, we drop to fifth in defense by adding him. But I just really think Jared Dudley should not be on this current team. And I, I really wish the Lakers would look into signing Melo. I really do. And if not the Lakers, man, somebody. It's Melo we talking. Yeah, he hasn't won a championship. Yeah, he hasn't gone past the second round of the playoffs, but the man's a star. That's all I'm saying. Next topic, I'm going to get into the Warriors. You know, I don't want to be too much on my teams, but, you know, I think the shocking story of the NBA right now is that the Warriors are not looking good at all. They're hurt. They don't really have chemistry. They have a lot of young players. They signed D'Angelo Russell to a four-year deal, and they may not even keep him. I mean, it looks bad for Golden State. They have recently just moved out of the Oracle into San Francisco to the Chase Center. And um, someone asked me the other day, like, what do you, how do you feel? How do you feel about the Warriors move from Oakland to SF? And, you know, I feel bad for Oakland, you know, with the Raiders getting ready to go to Vegas. 
there's been rumors about the Oakland A's going to Vegas. Um, and I just felt bad, but for Oakland. But for the Warriors, I just felt like it was a business move. It was a move that, you know, they wanted to tap into another market. They wanted to make some more money. They seen a lot of people moving into the Bay Area. So, you know, they felt like they had their superstars and Steph and Clay, which would bring enough you know, to the Chase Center to sell tickets. And I felt as though, you know, they should have kept KD or found a way to keep KD, but it seems like KD was on his way out no matter what uh, with his problems that he had with Draymond. Um, And KD, I just think KD's soft. His personality is soft, and I I just don't think he should have been, he never should have been on the Warriors. I don't think they needed him. I think they could have used that money for some other younger role players um, to add to the team. You know, I know they had Andre Iguodala, they had Sean Livingston, they had these uh, veterans that they knew were going to be on the way out. And I just felt like they could have signed some younger players that could have, you know, they could have built chemistry with going into the move to San Francisco. Um, But they got a couple championships out of it. with Kevin Durant and you know I felt like he wanted to be the number one there um you had Curry talking about it Draymond talked a little bit about it um he just he wanted something different than what they wanted but for a franchise I felt like you if you gonna make the move from Oakland to San Francisco to a bigger arena you need three superstars and Draymond's a star. Don't get me wrong. He's a star, um, but he's not as exciting of a player. If it's just Draymond on a team, he doesn't sell tickets. You get what I'm saying? Like Curry's box office. Clay can score 50. He's box office. Draymond's Draymond, man. He's the he's the anchor of the team. He's the defensive player of the team. He does the dirty work. But um, yeah, he's he he doesn't sell the tickets, and I think to make a move like that, you needed Dre, you needed Steph, excuse me, you needed Steph, you needed Clay, you need KD. And if you look at him now, Steph's hurt, Clay's hurt, Dre's hurt. It would have been nice to have at least KD there with these young players. And don't get me wrong, they have some good talent. Jordan Poole, I like him. Jordan Poole. Who was a, a wingman coming out of Michigan? Um, I've got a chance to watch Jordan Poole in his last two years at the NCAA tournament. The kid can ball; he can ball. Um, but outside of him, I mean, you got D'Angelo Russell. You don't really know no one else on the team. Keep it real, Warrior fans. You can't really name other than D'Angelo Russell one player on your team right now active. It's just bad. It's bad. You know, it's bad for the Warriors right now. And um, I think they can figure it out maybe later this year. Um, I don't expect the Warriors to win more than 30 games. Am I being disrespectful? Maybe. Do I care? I don't. Because <laughs> you got to you gotta be real with yourself, man. At some point, I know you guys have been on this high you know, you've guys been to five finals 
um, in the recent years, man. But you got to be real with yourself. I, it's it's a humbling year for you guys, and I think you the Warriors are gonna only win about thirty games. Um, <clears throat> for the next topic, uh, we're gonna stay in the NBA. Before for the next topic, we got contenders and pretenders. And I like what I've seen in the NBA so far. You know, the Clippers are real. I've seen that out the gate, first game. You know, I think they're the best defensive team in the league, although we are number one, uh, the Lakers being number one. When the Clippers get Paul George back, they're going to be a problem. I mean, it's clamp season for a lot of teams out there. Um... I got a chance to see the Lakers play against San Antonio. San Antonio, San Antonio's always San Antonio. You know, Greg Popovich is going to put together a really good team um, with his born style of play, you know, so they'll be good. Um, Houston Rockets, who recently just lost to Miami by a lot. But I do think Russell Westbrook and James Harden back together, I do think they make it work. Everybody else other than Russell Westbrook has been on that team, so they have chemistry. They will be great later on down the season. Um, So that's something to look out for uh, with the Rockets. Uh, Another contender you have in the West. Uh, Another contender, you look at a team... You look at a team like Dallas. I've recently saw Lakers play Dallas, and Luka has that team rolling. Um, and he's putting that team on his shoulders. The European uh, kid, I don't even think he's 21 yet. I mean, the boy is good. He's the, he's a bad white boy. He is a bad white boy, and um, he, he demands respect. And he's definitely going to be putting up an MVP-type season in Dallas. So... They're definitely a contender. Uh, Portland still has the same team, basically, for the last four or five years. Um, and they, with the additions of Hassan Whiteside, so they ha- they finally got a big man. Um, I do think they're a contender. You can never count Dame out. And he has another year under his belt with C.J. McCollum. So I feel like they're going to figure it out. They got the same coach. Um, so they're going to figure it out. I think they're contenders. Um, over in the East, I mean, you have Brooklyn, you have the Celtics, uh, you have Philly. So, you know, this is going to be an exciting NBA season. If I did not say a team's name, that means they are pretenders. I do not believe in a team. Sorry. You know. Thanks for coming out. You're probably going to get bounced out the first round of the playoffs if you make it. You know, so um, definitely look forward to seeing the Lakers and the Clippers. Those are my predictions for this upcoming season in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Lakers and Clippers. Um, For the East, I have the Nets and I have Boston Um, coming out of East. Either one of those teams. Either one of those teams are going to come out these. So, um, what I think about the first half of the season. Unexpectedly, there's been a lot of quarterbacks getting hurt. A lot of quarterbacks getting hurt, and Colin Kaepernick has not gotten a call yet. 
So if you've ever had doubt, if you ever had doubt that he was not being blackballed by the NFL, you are sadly mistaken. That man has put work in. Um, I read an article where he gets up five days a week, uh, works out for five hours a day for the last five years. Um, that guy's a, a warrior. And um, if you feel like he's not been blackballed by the NFL, you smoking something. You smoking something good. You know, and I just I don't I don't feel that man. I don't like that. He, he's better than half the quarterbacks in his league. You know what he can do for a lot of teams in the NFL. You know, you know he can probably put them up a step. You take a team like Cleveland. They got Odell. They got Jarvis. They got Nick Chubb. They got Kareem Hunt about to come back this week. You know. They have a, a good defense that can hold teams to a certain point. You know what I mean? So what he can do for a team like Cleveland, definitely take away the worry of what Odell's thinking, what his next move can be, seeing that he has a quarterback that just can't get the job done. Um, teams like Miami. I wouldn't even want to see him on Miami, but... Just to see him get signed by a team, I wouldn't mind it. But just what he can do for a team like Miami, what he can do for a team, you know, like Cincinnati, you know, he can take these teams for the Redskins. He can take these teams to at least another level than where they are now. And I just don't like seeing it, man. And I I, I really think Colin Kaepernick's a really good quarterback and he just don't deserve it. But, um... You know, I'm I'm really proud to see where his word and his demonstration has gone. Um, recently, you know, for his birthday, his birthday just passed, and he was out in Oakland uh, passing out food and and deodorant, and, you know, body wash to the homeless. You know, so shout out Colin Kaepernick. You know that he's a really good dude, man, a really good person, and um, he's I would definitely love seeing him on an NFL team coming up, you know, but we'll see, we'll see, um, want to get into it about the NFC West a little bit, um, I just think the NFC West is the most exciting division right now in football, you have the LA Rams, you have the Seattle Seahawks, who's a two-loss team, you have the 49ers, who's undefeated, and then you have the Cardinals, who's a young, exciting team right now, um, who can still sneak into a wild card spot, possibly. I don't see it, but possibly. Um, recently, the LA Rams—they've been doing a lot of, lot of switches, a lot of changes uh, to the roster. Uh, we traded away Marcus Peters, traded away Akib Talib, and. Um, just want to get into that a little bit. We uh, the Rams acquired Jalen Ramsey, which I think was a big pickup for them. I just thought they would have put Marcus with Jalen, being that Keeb is in his like 12th season. We all know in football years, it's like 
18 years, something like that, right? So I just thought that would have been the plan. You know, they picked up this linebacker and Kenny Young, who I really didn't see much of last game. So that kind of was a head scratcher to me on what their actual plan was. You know, if you're going to give up two first first round picks, you're going to get Jalen Ramsey anyway. Why not put him with another young star in Marcus Peters? You know, I had the luxury of being down in L.A. and watching, you know, at the Coliseum, the Rams and the Niners game. And Marcus had to pick that game, Peters. He had to pick that game. Then he's traded. Then he goes to Baltimore and he gets a pick six. Say what you want about Marcus in his game. Yes, he takes chances. But the guy's a baller. The guy's an athlete. He's a ball hawk, you know. And I just think that it could have been communication issues on the defensive end. Um, The system just didn't work, but I think it could have worked. You know, he played in the Super Bowl. Jalen Ramsey is a shutdown man-to-man corner. I would have loved to see Marcus and Jalen Ramsey on one defense together. That would have been exciting to see. You know, that would have definitely been exciting to see. But unfortunately, it didn't happen that way. Um, But the Rams are still doing pretty well right now, sitting at five and three, coming off a bye week, you know. And I I think they're going to have a better second half of the season. One of the more shocking stories to me of the NFL season is the 49ers. Undefeated 8-0 49ers. Definitely shocked me, um, I have to say. Uh, I get into it a lot with Niner fans, and, you know, I'm going to just commend y'all because 8 is tough. And, you know, y'all did have a couple cupcakes in there, but, you know, 8 knows 8 no. And I, I definitely respect it. I do think they're a team to take serious. Uh, they do have a, a game coming up against Seattle that's going to be a great game to watch. Um, so I would tune into that and it's going to be a dog fight coming out of the AFC West. It's definitely going to be a dog fight. Um, nothing's going to be handed, handed over. Uh, every team got a chance to see what each team's about. And, um, I just think it's going to be a great season. It's going to be a great season to watch for the rest of the year. So, um, definitely stay tuned, stay tuned, man. Um, And that's really all I have for the first episode of Respect My Mind. Uh, Again, if you can give me some feedback, comment below, leave a comment or two. Uh, Definitely hit me on my social medias, man. Hit me on my Instagram. If you have a small business, hit me on my Twitter account. If you have a small business, if you would like me to promote uh, on on this podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, this is Armani Respect My Mind, episode one. Thank you.